It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with Locked On Wizards. Tonight, we're going to look at some comments made by Kyle Kuzma following the latest loss. Uh, why is it that Washington gets, get, gets more media coverage now that we're rebuilding as opposed to when we're trying to contend? And we're going to look at a mini preview for Friday night's game against the Orlando Magic. So rock with your boy tonight next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up again, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott. And I appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. So tonight, again, we're going to look at some comments made by Kyle Kuzma uh, pertaining to our defense. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to look at the uh, another question. Why is it that the media gives us more attention when we're rebuilding and not very good as opposed to when we're trying to contend. Um, and then we're going to look at the preview for Friday night's game against the same Orlando magic. So let's dig right in uh, per Josh Robbins of the athletic uh, with an interview with Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma said, quote unquote, we can't guard a stop sign. That that's kind of really what's what it boils down to. We let anybody get whatever they want on us. So until we change that, then what's then that's probably going to be the result. So looking at those comments by Kyle Kuzma, is he lying? I'm gonna say no. Um, other factors to kind of look at why is it that Kyle Kuzma is the one who's coming out saying this about the defense? You know, why isn't Wesley Sell saying anything? Why, you know, why is Kyle Kuzma, why is the players come out talking about the deficiencies of the defense? Another question. So is is Kyle Kuzma within his rights to come out? and say this about the team. Well, this is not the first time he has came out and voiced his displeasure with either the play style or the direction of the team. You know, he made comments last year and the year before that, uh, especially when it came to Spencer Didwitty. But is he lying? I don't think so. We know that the defense is bad. The defense, And here's the thing. You know, this is year three of West on Sale uh, Jr. coming over from the Denver Nuggets and becoming head coach. His MO was defensive coach. This is the third year where the defense has been terrible. Where are they terrible at? Well, almost every facet of defense. They are terrible in transition. They are terrible on the perimeter. They're terrible in the paint. They don't communicate. They don't rotate in a timely manner. They, they don't close out on shooters. They don't, there's no intensity. There's no, there's no leadership. The defense is terrible. The, the rebounding, this is, this is quite frankly probably the worst rebounding team I've seen in Washington in a long time. And it was just, we're terrible. We cannot defend anybody. So he is absolutely correct. Now, 
Here's a question for everybody. Should he have kept it in-house? Or was he, again, within his rights to come out into the media and say that? I'm going to say he's within his rights. He is a leader. You know, the fact of the matter is this. Wes Sell Jr. is not getting it done in D.C. Now, I, I believe, just like my co-host, my man, my dude, Ed Oliver, um, the real Ed Oliver, that is, um, we both believe that them enacting his fourth-year option so early in the game was a mistake because I thought, just like a lot of people thought, a lot of you thought, that this front office, this new spanking new front office, which, again, I'm a big fan of them, but I thought that they were going to evaluate him and then see what's going on next year as far as the head coaching position because you've got to look at that position. This is the third year in a row where the whole MO is defense, and the defense is terrible. I mean, how long are we going to do this? That's my question. I mean, how long are we going to do this as far as holding on to the hope that head coach West Sunset Jr. can evolve as a coach, figure out rotations, figure out how to game plan, figure out how to make adjustments at halftime. I mean, how many years are we going to do this? And then you gave him, and I get it to a certain degree. I get that they gave him the option because they don't want him to look at, you know, look behind his back. I get that. It'd be more, a little more comfortable because maybe if he's comfortable in his position, he can evolve and have a better year, but he has not. He has not. We, we are probably in, outside of the Detroit Pistons. We are the worst team in the Eastern Conference. In the NBA, there's, there's a few teams out there that give us a run for money, including San Antonio Spurs. But, you know, Chicago Bulls are in there. But as far as we were not a very good team. And we very well are going to get a top five pick, if not the number one overall pick. And we play like a top five pick team. Let's be real. But this is year one of a rebuild, and we know what we signed up for. Or you should know. But looking at that, was Kyle Kuzma – Right, absolutely. This defense is terrible, you know. And I'm and and I'm hoping that with him coming out to the media and saying this, there's going to light a fire on this team because it should. You know, we if you look at what's going on with this team, you know, Kyle Kuzma going back to last year has been the leader for this team. You know, looking at last year, you know, had it should it should have been Bradley Bill, absolutely, but it wasn't. You know, it was Kyle Kuzma. If you look at this year, he's been very instrumental in working with Denny Avia. Um, then he getting his bag, then he taking that step forward offensively, I think has a little to do with Kyle Kuzma and his leadership style, making Denny comfortable, helping him out. You know, you see the leadership. Now you've seen the leadership in ways with um Jordan Poole, but we're not talking about Jordan Poole. We know that Jordan Poole has had his issues with maturity, but he has had his moments of leadership. But overall, in my opinion, the leader of this team is Kyle Kuzma. But when does West Sunset Jr. hop into the mix? That's the question. Uh, so definitely comment below. Let me know, you know, yeah, let me know what you guys think, man. Um, how long is the rope for Western Cell Jr.? I mean, at what point do you consider a head coaching change? Middle of the season, at the end of the season, let me know what you guys think. But, you know, it goes back to I think he was well within his rights to come out in the media and say what he said because the defense is terrible. And we can't continue to sit here and act like, you know, well, it's going to get better. Well, with this being a rebuild, eventually it will get better. But here's the thing, you know, I say it all the time, culture, culture. What is culture? What is culture? Culture is solidifying work ethic, right? Playing a certain way, playing with pride, playing with cojones, right? You know, playing like you're trying to win. You know, I get it. It's a rebuild. doesn't mean you don't you, – It's here's my thing with this team uh, before we go on to uh, our first break is I get it, man. It's a rebuild. You're not going to be a very good team. I get that, man. But you want to solidify culture now. You want to instill a winning culture now. So when you have the personnel to be that winning team, you already have the work ethic and the culture in place 
for this team to, to succeed. You do not four years down the line when you start when guys start to develop and get good and ready to contribute in a contending way. You don't want to start solidifying culture then because it does not work out. So right now is the time to solidify culture, and I think that it starts with playing hard. You know, they on the defensive end, man. You know, they got to do something because, like I said before, man, every area of defense is a struggle. You know, transition, perimeter, everything. So effort could go a long way, especially with guys who aren't really defensive guys, like our backcourt of Ty Jones and Jordan Poole. So uh, why is it that DC doesn't get as much love while we're trying to win, as opposed to in a rebuild? So we're gonna look at that. We're gonna look at why does the why does the media kind of get on the Wizards' back when they're rebuilding, as opposed to other years? And then we're gonna do our preview and prediction for the Orlando Magic game for Friday night. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet money line. More money line bet, that is. That's $150 if your team wins, though. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action than right now. Don't even think about it. Just do it right now. Because the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player pops, over and unders, and parlays. And a lot more than that. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel the official partner of the National Football League. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day. The local experts of Locked On Plus are national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So uh, another Another topic for the night. Why is it that publicity for the Washington Wizards is greater now that we're in a rebuild and not a very good team as opposed to years past looking at the Bradley Bill era mostly? Because we, we did get a little bit of media coverage under John Wall, but it was usually for the negative things, right? Whether it was – and look, before I even get into it, I am – John Wall is my favorite player of all time, especially in D.C. You know, now, obviously, in the overall, sco- overall scope of things in the NBA, it would be – my, my top three would be MJ, LeBron, Kobe. But that's that's a subject and a question for another time. But as far as the Wizards, my favorite Wizard of all time is John Wall. Now, but we know why he got a lot of negative publicity in D.C. You know, in the later stages of his career in Washington, did he come? Did he show up out of shape? He did. You know, did he party a little bit off the court? Yeah. And in and, and certain media... Uh, personalities like Stephen A. Smith are very hard on John Wall and uh, hard on the Wizards, especially in certain years where we were supposed to be contenders. Um, now, he did give us some props, but he was mostly very negative in, in how he kind of viewed the Washington Wizards and especially John Wall. Um, but now, it seems like that the Washington Wizards get a lot of publicity. And I'm going to tell you why that is. Number one, is the national sports media biased towards bigger markets or certain teams? Absolutely. 
because not only do big market teams and winning franchises get most of the media coverage, it does create a it creates bias. All right, Golden State. Let's be real. All these Golden State Warrior fans that were around are around now, rooting for Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Where were they at when the when the Warriors were hot garbage? Right. So I mean, obviously, bandwagon fans is something that happens with anybody, you know, especially with teams that aren't big market teams like the Lakers, which Lakers are always going to get most of your coverage. Uh, the Knicks, New York, you know, whether the Knicks are good or bad, they always get their coverage because it's the media capital of the world. So certain teams are going to be bought. You know, the, the media is more biased towards your Cowboys, right? Your Patriots, you know, these certain teams that either A, are big market teams or B, are successful teams. Because, again, all these past fans here, where were they at when they were hot garbage, right? So it's, it's one of those things. So looking at the scope of why are they harder on Washington now? I think it has a lot to do with certain personalities, Jordan Poole. Um, Jordan Poole, you know, he got a lot of media coverage in Golden State, you know, some, you know, mostly for the wrong reasons. But, you know, his work ethic was something that was brought up in the media. The fact that he does work hard, he does work on his game. But we know about the baddies. <laughs> we, we, we know about, you know, his dating life and history, um, the issues with Draymond, you know, the, the issues he's had, you know, on the on the bench, you know, a lot of the stuff with Jordan Poole has been in the public eye. So with him coming over to the Washington Wizards and this being, quote unquote, his team, which I think a lot of us know that this isn't exclusively Jordan Poole's team, but he is that guy as far as media exposure. Now, you can say Kyle Kuzma with him being in the fashion game and many other aspects, especially off the court. A uh, shout out to a lot of stuff he did with the um, with the holidays coming up off the court. You know, definitely shout out to Kyle Kuzma. But um, is he in the public eye? Yes, but not like Jordan Poole. And we know that. So I think that Jordan Poole, with him being in Washington, has a lot to do with the coverage that the Wizards get, good, bad, or whatever. Now, Jordan Poole, does he help the situation? No, because now, you again, you know how the national sports me, uh, media is as far as so, sometimes people love the fall. And right now, looking at Jordan Poole, they're looking at, oh, okay, he's on his, he's on his own team. He's out of Golden State. You know, they relish on him struggling. And that's and with all the issues with his maturity, with all the issues with him starting slow. This is just a media story. So, you know, it has, it has a lot to do with Jordan Poole being on the team. But, you know, it is the thing, man. Uh, we are year one of a rebuild. I think all this outside noise. And this is, this is one comment. And this is one thing I liked about Jordan Poole coming over from Golden State. Whereas, you know, a lot of media were asking him you know, about what happened in Golden State with him and Draymond. And he said, look, I'm in Washington. I'm going to focus on Washington. That, that's a closed chapter. So I think that us as an organization, when I say organization, not only the front office ownership and players, but us as a fan base, us that cover the Wizards, whether it's Lock the Wizards, any other media outlet or constant creator, is that we need to look kind of, in our own ways, kind of close out the outside noise. You know, it's about development, right? Look at what we do have in Washington. Bilal Koulibaly, I think we all can agree, we hit on that draft pick. You know, Denny Avia just signed a new contract. We've seen a complete evolution of his offensive game. You know, he's turned into a complete player as opposed to a defensive player. You know, we, you know, we have a front office where we have three guys who easily could be GMs of their own team. So we have a think tank in the front office that is going to find talent in the draft. And when, and when the time comes, make that deal or two to bring in talent here in D.C. So I think all the arrows are pointing in the right direction for the Wizards. New front office, you know, culture is important. And that's why I, I always kind of reinforce playing the right way, playing hard, playing to win. 
you know, if you lose, you lose. But if you win, if you play the right way, you don't do you really lose as in terms of development? I don't think so. So I think that solidifying the culture here is important. But the, the media, yeah, Jordan Poole has a lot to do with that. And, that. and that's why it seems like now, you know, whether you look on Twitter or X as it's called now, or, you know, ESPN or the Athletic or many of, the, or many of these um, reputable sports outlets as far as media outlets, you know, but they do have their biases, right? You know, when when or lose, the Lakers are in the news. So, you know, looking at the Wizards and the scope of things, Jordan Poole, his history has a lot to, has a lot to do with our media coverage. And people, you know, let's be real, y'all. There are people in the media that want to see him fall because everybody loves the rise and the fall, right? And so everybody's saying, oh, he's on the Wizards now. He's struggling. You know, there's maturity issues. Are they tired of him? You know, all these different storylines. And I, and my answer to everybody is just block out the outside noise. Don't feed into this circus. You know, Jordan Poole's here to play. You know, and this is really my advice to Jordan Poole as the man, as the, as the basketball player is, Shut out the outside noise. Focus on what you can do for this organization. If this if this is indeed not where you want to be, definitely be very transparent with the front office. Do what you got to do to bring your value up, and then we'll see. But if you indeed want to be in the two and two, if you want to be in DC, man, and and really fill in the shoes of players like Bradley Bill and John Wall, who they were great on the court, but off the court they did a lot, and that's why I said that Kyle Kuzma. You know, if you see what he's doing off the court. So, you know, Jordan Poole, I think I want to, you know, if he indeed wants to be in D.C., definitely see what you could do as far as solidifying yourself as that guy in D.C. on the court as well as off the court. So um, we're going into a mini preview for the Orlando Magic uh, team Friday night, which we just lost to. But uh, we'll, we'll see on that one, y'all. <laughs> but before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by game time so i go to a lot of games all the time right um baseball season i'm going to the nationals i'm going to the orioles i'm going to minor league um going to university of virginia they always got a good baseball program uh basketball the whiz or georgetown or george mason and then of course football commanders right and the defenders the dc defenders but um i've gone through a lot of different ticket outlets you know Ticketmaster, SeatGeek. geek the list goes on and the best one to me straight up it's game time because you shouldn't have to worry about buying your tickets to your next event, right? Game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all sporting events, including music, comedy shows, theater shows near you with killer last minute deals, all on prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets because you can see the view from your seat before you buy, which is key. So you know exactly where you're sitting and what to expect when you arrive. All in tickets show your total upfront, so you know you're getting the best deal imaginable without the hidden fees. I ain't gonna call nobody out, but I'm hidden fees it was my stickler with certain ticket outlets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts, so it's the best place to find last minute tickets. So all you gotta do is take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. 
Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So we're going to slide into the last portion of tonight's video. Uh, We're going to be looking at a kind of a mini preview. Uh, This is the second time in three nights playing uh, Friday is, but uh, playing the Orlando Magic, obviously losing the last matchup versus the Magic. But if we have a chance to beat Orlando, and I think that we might come out playing with fire because of these comments under Kyle Kuzma, do I think that the players will respond? Yes, I do. Do we have a chance? I think we do have a chance. This is a rebuild. This is a long season. But I think, we, we again, culture. You got to play the right way. So looking at Orlando, man, there are three things that I'm I'm going to do if I'm the head coach, to try to get a dub Friday night. Number one, defense, man, defense, 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 dag on defense, right? Perimeter, we've got to get down to dag on court. You know, I'm not saying we got a full court press, but show put some pressure on them in transition. Um, perimeter, rotations have to get faster. We've got to rotate. We've got to close out. We've got to get some pressure on shooters on the perimeter. Because, again, you know, Cole Anthony, these guards they have in Orlando, whether it's Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, uh, Marco Falls is out, but he's another guy who can score in volumes. You've got to get pressure on these guys because it, looking at our guards, you know, obviously our best defending guard is a long right, and he's out. You know, Ryan Rollins is not a defensive guy. I mean, Jordan Poole, daggone strain on the defensive guy, and Ty Jones has struggled. So how do you combat scoring guards? Effort, man. Get in this, getting the passing lanes, you know, effort, intensity. You know, that I, this is something I want to see from this team. If indeed you want to kind of get some fire lit under these guys, you know, especially with these comments by Kyle Kuzma, effort, effort goes a long way, right? Interior defense has to get better. You know, and it kind of slides into the second one, rebounding, man. Uh, many times this year, we have been in a position to end possessions just to let them get second chance points. We have to rebound better. We have to rebound better. We have to prevent offensive rebounds, which are killing us this year. We have to, and which in turn leads to second chance points. We have to rebound better. Um, looking at, I mean, I know that Wendell Carter was out. So I believe this is the game where, you know, Daniel Gafford can come in with effort. And, and we know what we can kind of expect from Daniel Gafford, right? Um, round 10 points, round 10 rebounds, two to three blocks. You know, but I think that with the personnel for Orlando, I think that he's in a position where he can influence his game a little bit. Stay out of foul trouble, which again is another mo of daniel gafford but i want to see a lot more effort in the paint preventing teams from getting these offensive rebounds and in turn preventing them from extending possessions and leading to second chance points three push the pace catch this defense off guard man do not give them time to set up you know get the ball rolling i want to see ties you know whoever brings the ball up because you know in certain situations obviously ty jones is the starting point guard but you it's very often than not you'll see Jordan Poole bring the ball up. Or in, in certain situations, uh, Denny Avia bring the ball up. You know, but whoever brings the ball up, I want to see the pace get faster. Get the pace. You know, definitely was, was run a little bit. Because this team can score. I mean, we saw <laughs> previously. We just played them. This team can score. Then they got guards who can play some basketball. You know, um, Suggs, you know, Cole Anthony. We know that with Franz Wagner and Monchero, man, you know, they, they got a lot of young talent that was size. So it leads into another point. Drive the lane often. Drive the lane. Try to get to the free throw line. Try to put pressure. You know, try to get Ben Cheryl and Franz Wagner. And I'm and I'm kind of looking at Denny and I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma as far as being aggressive driving the paint. 
was get some foul trouble on Benchero and Franz Wagner because if we can get them out and we can definitely make this a battle of the benches, then I think we have a chance to beat the Orlando Magic. So, again, I appreciate everybody, man. That is my mini preview to the Orlando Magic game. I think it's a winnable game, per se, if we play the right way. But obviously, this is year one of rebuild. But we covered a lot tonight, man. Uh, definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Was Kyle Kuzma, you know, was he right making those comments in the media, or should that have been an in-house conversation? Um, As far as media coverage of the Wizards, do you think uh, we get fair coverage? And you think, does it is the reason why we get judged the way we do over Jordan Poole in his coverage in his past? That's another question for y'all. But definitely looking forward for Friday night. Uh, again, Orlando road game we definitely try to get back on track so again i appreciate you guys man i take you i appreciate you guys taking the time uh again my guy the real Ed oliver is out um he is feeling under the weather and so definitely keep him in your prayers man so he gets better man because man when the seasons change man a lot of people getting sick now man so definitely i've had my sniffles the last couple of weeks so definitely pray for e man but again i appreciate you guys man so we're gonna go ahead and call it a night so um we will not be doing a recap Friday night, but we will be covering it Saturday. I will be doing a live recap on Saturday because Sunday, obviously, both me and E also cover the Washington Commanders. So Sunday is a very busy day, but we don't have a game with the Wizards on Sunday. So Saturday, look out for it. Uh, Saturday night, we will be doing or rather I will be doing a live recap following the Orlando Magic game on Friday. So definitely tune in for that. Uh, come out. We'll chop it up. Talk some you know, talk about the Wizards win or lose, man. So, again, hope everybody has a blessed weekend, man. And definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to rock with your boy tonight. So, everybody, hail to the Wizards. And peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.